Hi there. My name is Amanda Poole-Walsh, and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm astrologer Stormy Grace. And we're here for your weekly forecast for the week beginning on October 28th, 2019. Before we dive in, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you who joined us for the relationship workshop with Rick Levine last weekend. It was so amazing to share the space with you. Thank you so much for being there. And Stormy, let's move into this week. What should we be paying attention to? What's our big theme? Well, I'll tell you, I'm still paying attention to Rick Levine. I'm going to watch that again. I love that man. Okay, so everybody rewatch it. But this week in our lives, we've got not only Mercury retrograde on the table, got some daylight savings time depending on where you live. So what this actually does for us is bring some new perspectives and new ideas. And it's funny because they're just kind of events that swap our energy a little bit. So our actual theme this week is new ideas. But what we've got to do this week is do them right. You know, you get a new idea and you're like, yeah, you want to run with it. But no, 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 we're going to have to temper some of that this week. But new ideas done right are the right answer. Wonderful. Okay, so let's jump in to the week. All right, jumping off on Monday, we are just off of this Scorpio autumn new moon. So we've planted these seeds of intention. And as we roll into Monday, the sun in Scorpio is actually opposing Uranus, who's in Taurus. So what this is doing naturally is putting us in a position where our vitality is being questioned a little bit. We're going in two different directions. So we're asking ourselves, what did I achieve this year? What do I want to do next year? Who's coming with me? What have I shed? And all of those things sit in kind of this question box, but that Uranian energy gives us a new approach to how we're going to get things done. Our perspective has changed. Maybe our relationships have changed. So our solutions to how we're going to get things done need to change as well. So having this idea planted fully, just be with it on Tuesday. Enjoy the movement of the moon on Tuesday. Know you've got some new solutions that need to become available to you. On Wednesday, Mercury and Venus are going to be in a conjunction, and Mercury is not quite yet retrograde, so you've still got a little forward thinking on this. So this influence is actually very good for exchanging information, finishing up any negotiations that you need to, or just connecting in conversation in general. And think about it. You've got new situations in your life that you need new solutions to. What better to do than talk them out with somebody? On Thursday, the 31st, as we are ending October, happy Halloween if you do celebrate that. Well, actually, Stormy, one, one question for you. Um, since Mercury retrograde, Mercury's going retrograde this week, it means it will have that stationary moment, right? Which, which makes it even stronger, right? Oh, absolutely. When it finally does that station to flip around into its new position, it is intensely potent. And it's going to be here continuing in the energy of Scorpio. So the depth, the transformation, the passion, the intensity, looking over all of these things, you may feel the weight of that as we roll into Thursday and Mercury actually takes that retrograde until November. So if it is a day where you just are feeling like all the feels, you just, you're feeling it all, you're feeling even those leg hairs you didn't shave, this is why the intensity is just there. But also keep in mind that during the Mercury retrograde, make friends with your retrograde because the things that you need to clean out, the debts that you need to pay back, the debts that you need to pay off, they'll all become available to you under this entire Mercury retrograde timeframe. 
Mm. You know, I would love to direct you all to episode 46, the episode we did with Adam Summer, because he talks about Mercury retrograde in such a brilliant way. Really, so of course, everybody gets freaked out about technology breaking down, right? And uh, cars breaking down, all those kinds of things. One of the things that he says to do is to pay attention when you have one of those like, quote unquote, Mercury retrograde moments, pay attention to what you are focused on in that moment and ask, okay, Mercury, my computer just crashed. I can't do what I thought I needed to be doing in this moment. What would you have me do now instead? Where should I place my focus instead of this where I am? Because one of the things he was talking about is that, you know, Mercury has given us all these communication opportunities, you know, all these devices, all this technology, and yet we can become so fixated on them that we're losing focus in other areas of our life where, you know, real connection with human beings and, you know, eye contact and maybe a conversation here and there, those kinds of things. So just pay attention throughout this Mercury retrograde cycle instead of like, ah, damn, Mercury retrograde. It's like, oh, okay, thank you. Whoa, I was asleep. What do I need to wake up to? And what do I need to pay attention to? Yes. Make friends with all of the retrogrades because they're helping. They're not actually trying to hurt. They're trying to help. Well, and Mercury retrograde happens, what, how many times a year? Three, four times a year? Three to four. It just depends. Yeah. <laughs> so you may as well. It's, it's like hating Mondays. It's like, oh my God, you're going to have 52 Mondays a year. You best just make friends with it, right? Absolutely. I think it's funny. Every time we have a Mercury retrograde, and especially in Scorpio, you know, issues of relationships or intimacy and sex come back. And it's so funny. I always remind people that if you do decide to get back with an ex or something like that, you cannot call yourself a retrosexual. Mercury did not make you do it. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So we have that happening on Thursday and tell us about Friday and the weekend. So we're moving into the weekend and yes, you've still got these new perspectives. You've been talking, you've been chatting it out. It's lovely. Now we're in retrograde. So we're really talking about some things from the past. And Friday, Venus actually moves out of that Scorpio energy and she moves into Sagittarius. So she's ready to be a little bit more expansive and optimistic. You gain confidence in the direction of your relationships, in your finances. And so you have this desire to take some very Sagittarian risks right here, right? She's like, yes, we should definitely buy that new car today. Maybe not so much. Let's settle down and see what the right resources are. And you'll have help with that throughout the weekend. Because on Saturday, the moon is going to completely support that refreshed attitude of Venus having moved. So she's going to help you to face the challenges, but find the higher level, clearer level um, solutions that weren't available to you before. But again, I caution you, please keep in mind this week that your new optimism is brilliant, but it needs to be tempered by what is the right solution and what is the right action, not just any old one that comes out of the gate. Venus can be more impulsive than we give her credit for because she just wants to feel good, right? So Amanda, in your life, think about it or in your business or in your life, whichever place, where have you had to temper a new idea? You know, you like you get something new and it's so good and it's like, yes, let's just run with that, but not quite yet. (laughs) You know, honestly, it happens to me all the time. I get really excited about new ideas. My team's like, oh God, here she comes. Another idea. You know, the process for me really has a lot to do with bouncing it off the team, bouncing it off people and and trying it on. So sometimes I'll just get really enthusiastic about something and then I try it on in several different areas. And when I say try it on, I mean, I like talk about it and bounce it off people. And then 
a lot of times the feedback I get enables me to go, "Mm, maybe it's a good idea, but maybe just not right now. Or yeah, let's go. So I, I, I don't know if that's a Gemini moon thing like that (laughs) for the like other, and it's, it's not necessarily validation I'm looking for. I actually can feel in myself whether the enthusiasm maintains or if it just sort of loses that spark. Absolutely. I totally get that. I'm a ninth house Taurus, so I have lots of big ideas and I move really slow on them, right? But I'll get all excited about them and I have to do the same thing. I really have to confirm that this brilliant solution I have come up with is the right solution for what I've got going on, right? Because it may be a solution for something else, but maybe not right what's in front of me. So I really have to do a lot of, of bouncing off of as well. And I think that's, that's what you do, but it's great to be stimulated with a new idea or a new whatever. That's exciting. Oh yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right. So tell us about Sunday. So Sunday is brilliant because at least here in the United States, and if you celebrate the old daylight savings time, you'll be in that position. But what I love about that combination with the Mercury retrograde this week is really that's what you get to do is you've got these new ideas to take you forward, but you can use that forward thinking to fall back and pick up new solutions to old problems or old things that just were not quite cleaned up yet. So it's this brilliant balance of of forward and backwards where everything in the end gets to just be shed and be cleaned up and come forward anew in just a couple months. Mm, I love it. We don't do um, daylight savings time here in Hawaii. <laughs> and, and I'm grateful because I, I really don't like the whole changing the clock thing. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, I love this idea of we're, we're thinking forward, but we're, it's almost like we're taking the wisdom of the past as we move forward. Is, is kind of one of the ways that I'm thinking about it. So integrating the lessons, integrating the things that we've learned into the way that we're going to move forward. All right. So let's talk about the um, three big ideas from the week that I was able to take away from this. And Stormy, please add if I forget anything. Um, the theme is around Mercury retrograde and daylight saving time. So this, this kind of backwards thing, but you're going to have a lot of new ideas, but the idea here is to do them right. So part of that can be that bouncing off other people and getting input so that you can integrate many different perspectives in this new idea. You know, it's not just you're from your one lens, right? Then that was number two, reach out for help for new solutions. You know, maybe you're having a challenge, get help from other people, other perspectives on how to solve an old problem with a new solution. And then three, we have Mercury retrograde. And one of the things Stormy's suggesting is for you to commit to making friends with this Mercury retrograde cycle. And maybe you've never done that before. Maybe you do that every time. But either way, this is a great time to just make friends with it. Ask Mercury, like cultivate that relationship with Mercury. That means Mercury's closest to Earth. So our channel to actually be able to commune and communicate with Mercury is more clear, you know? So this is a great time to really say, okay, Mercury, where should I be focusing my thoughts? Where should I I be focusing my ideas and my communication and getting some answers? I, I, it's amazing when you when you actually start to talk and ask the planets, it's incredible what comes through. And whether or not that's outside of us or inside of us or both, I don't really know. But the fact of the matter is you can get some amazing insights just by cultivating those relationships. 
Absolutely. And here in this autumn season, the whole idea is to shed the old leaves so that as we come forward, you have full vitality, you're refreshed, you're ready to go. So Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, man, it's just going to show you the cleanup space. Man, it's just going to show you where you can be free of what's back there. And when you're coming to this next season of growth, you're going to not recognize your life at all if you make friends. If you spend time being mad at Mercury retrograde, it's a rough retrograde period. You know, Mercury's in Scorpio for about nine weeks. You want to be mad for nine weeks? It's not a good idea. Yeah, exactly. All right, Stormy, thank you so much. You guys stick around because we are going to have our ask segment coming up here soon. We have our guest, Andrea, who is confused about her career and really wanting to be on her mission, you know, and I think a lot of people can really identify that. So she says she's having an internal struggle about her life's purpose and mission. And she's wondering if she should leave the company that she's been with for 15 years. So uh, Stormy is going to have some incredible insights for her and insights that will help you on your journey as well. So stick around and we'll see you on the next segment. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We are now going to embark upon the Ask segment of the show. We have Andrea Campos with us calling in from San Antonio, Texas. Andrea, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So what is the burning question on your heart that you would like to use astrology to help you get some clarity on? Well, I've been wondering a lot lately about my life's mission, my life's purpose. Um, Even in my day-to-day work, I've had a career that for the past 15 years I found really fulfilling. It got me out of bed every day. And lately it just hasn't been doing that. And I'm wondering, is there some transition that I need to make to fulfill that purpose? Something that will get me up and ready to go every day. Um, If I need to make changes, what they could be. So yeah, I'd love any insight into that that could help me. All right, Stormy, take it away. Okay, Andrea, first of all, that is an absolutely beautiful question because if you have been alive and on this planet long enough, you come to that place where it's like, what is my next um, progression, right? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? So one of the things that I did in looking at this is instead of just looking at your natal chart, which I did gather plenty of information out of, and we'll talk a little bit about that, but I also pulled up your progressed chart because I really want to see at this point in your life, what's your spirit kind of asking you to do? Where is it asking you to go so that we can get you on the road and get you there? And one of the things in my practice that I think is important is to pay attention to where your progressed lunar phases are at versus what you were born into in your lunar phase, right? And those are just different cycles of the moon. And I think that they're very, very critical. So for you, where you're at in that, just so you have the information, is that you're kind of in a full moon phase right now and you've got a couple years left here. So why do you care and what does that mean for you? What it means is that you've been building up and, and moving and getting yourself ready to move into a stage of completion. And it's been happening for a while. So right now, while the pressure's feeling a little bit more heavy, this is when you should be right on time asking the questions of what is it? What do I need to learn to do the next thing? What's my purpose in life, right? So you are perfectly using this phase of your life. You are responding to what that spiritual space is asking you to evaluate right here. So it's good for me to know, it's good for you to know that you are on time and the building of the structure of what's next is taking place. So what do you do with that? 
So right now, one of the things that you can use in your natal chart as a response to this movement is looking at what Saturn's doing. And Saturn in your chart right now, Andrea, is asking you to learn some new skills, some new talents. You've got to develop something else. What is the technique, right? What's the education that you're intuitively kind of pointing towards? Now you are, you have Aquarius at the top of your chart. So what do you do for work right now? I'm in the technology industry. And are you wanting to, because based on your chart, in tech or in some place where you're getting to do high interaction with people, but also in kind of an eccentric individual kind of way seems to be where you're going. Does this mean that you want to write and you want to do your own company? You want to move towards something a little bit more digital, but on your own? What's the new, oh, okay, nope, you're not leaving. What looks like is you need new techniques and you need new skills to refresh the enthusiasm that you've got here. There's a new style for you to learn and you just don't have it under your belt yet. There it is. So that looks like what's happening right now. But what it feels like first is it has to feel like what the heck is going on, right? Like we've got to have that question kind of planted before we're going to take any action. So at this time, what are you moving towards? Where has your research led you in something that you might even, it maybe is even outside of the scope of ideas that you were ever thinking of in the same job? What could you learn that would add more value or more interest to you? Because it is along that line of tech for absolutely sure. The other part of that is in this tech position job that you have, it seems like whatever you're learning allows you to travel and allows you to adventure out, right? Like your life is asking for a heck ton of adventure right now. We've, we've hit the 30, the 30 year mark. And it's like, I need some adventure. I need to see some things. I need to know some things. So your new position or your new skills will allow you to move into that arena. What direction are you wanting to go? Or have you even thought about it? Have you considered that? Because sometimes we think, oh, I need to leave this thing. But have you ventured the thought of if I stay here, how can I make this bigger? I haven't really considered that. So I thought that I was at this crux where I was going to have to leave my industry to find something new and creative and potentially allow me to travel. That's always been an interest of mine. So to hear that there is something that I could still do within this industry and kind of put my own spin on it is is new. I haven't really considered that yet. Play with that one for a minute. Stormy, I I noticed when you received that download that it actually wasn't going to be for her to move completely, like, you know, completely overhaul career, move to totally different company. It was something happened to you physically. Like I I saw that moment. Is it something that you saw on the chart or is that an intuitive um, hit or is it both? Yeah, it's probably a little bit of both because in the technical skill of astrology, we can see all kinds of goodies. We can check the information. Um, But what happens on the intuitive side for me is when I'm talking it out and I'm, you know, interpreting it for somebody, if I am off track, I will usually get a course correct. And even if it's sometimes it's a gentle nudge, but when it's like, nope, you've got the right idea, but that's not the thing. I just get a full body reaction, right? It's almost like the little whatever's are up there like, hey, that's not the thing. Tell her this. This is where we're going. And it's very specific, right, when that happens. So it's kind of neat. It is. It's a full body reaction because they're like, boom, hey, that's not the information. (laughs) But then it brings it into context. Well, and I'd love to ask you, Andrea, when Stormy said that, did you feel relief? Did you feel curiosity? Did you feel tension? Like what happened for you? I felt felt surprised, um, certainly. And I think I did feel a little bit of tension because 
to me, that's almost even more unknown. I, I thought I was going to have to make a shift. So I was exploring things and looking into things outside of this realm. And now to get the nudge to maybe continue exploring within it, I'm like, oh, I, I wasn't doing that at all. So I guess we'll see where that leads. Yeah. And it's really neat because in your progressed energy, you're getting to experience life um, as your spirit is getting to experience a little bit of this life as, as a Virgo. And it's in this place where you're going to go find more information, right? Like you're literally bringing healing to the information sectors, but what you've got to do first is go through the details of learning. This is a detailed learning kind of time, but using that progressed energy where it's in your favor is it's very, it's very mercurial, right? You'll have the ability to absorb it and you already have this natural desire to go find it and breathe it in. So right now is a training education kind of time for sure. And, and high exploration. Don't be afraid to, to look into industries that seem like they would not ever even mesh with what you're doing right? Because the answer is to add the technical skill there and see what you can shift. Andrea, do you work for someone? I do. Yes. It could be really interesting to ask that person what the vision of the company is. And then, because you may not really know where the, where the company is going to be going. And potentially there's places you can plug in that you haven't even thought of because you didn't even know that was part of the roadmap. You know, so that might just be an interesting conversation to have. I know when people that work for me come to me with the hey, you know, like, where's this company going? And where do you see me fitting in? And, and what, what skills could I bring that would help the growth of the company and help that vision come to reality? I'm always like, yes, awesome. I love that you just came with that, right? Because you want to have amazing people on board with you to do things like that. So maybe that's an option for you too. And then I wanted to ask Stormy, how long does this full moon phase last for Andrea and for all of us? And then once it's done with the full moon, I would assume it goes into a waning phase. And what are the characteristics of the waning phase that she'll be in next? Yeah, for sure. Well, she's got another um, two years here, just about two years. So, you know, just breathe it in and enjoy this particular phase right now because, you know, as what you're going to move into next in that waning situation is actually going to be the disseminating phase, right? So then you're going to be putting things out there. So it's not like P.S. Andrea suffer at your job for two years. That's not what happened. That's not what's happening. You're supposed to be using this time to figure out where you're going, gather the information, do all of those things because then as you assimilate that and really absorb that in, next it's going to be to give it away, right? You got to start working with that. You got to start and you'll see the adjustments that you need to make along the way and things like that. But this is a really cool full moon, lots of light kind of time. So you'll be, you'll be in this though for another year or two. Okay. And that doesn't mean, I just want to be clear that that doesn't mean there isn't progress, right? There's plenty of progress available to you, but you are responding. It sounds like accordingly to, to where the movement of just your chart is at. And I did want to ask something. So you mentioned acquiring skills and learning and things like that. Do you, is there anything in my chart that says that it would be a more formal education or is it just the organic exploring of interests and skills through, you know, my own learning and things like that. Yep. So this one looks to me like there is something a little bit more traditional and maybe what that is, because I'm not entirely familiar with your industry, but maybe it's like, this is a traditional thing that people who do this thing need to know, but it doesn't mean that you can't um, acquire it in, a, in an untraditional way. But because your ninth house is so Capricornian, I think you're going to want the structure of whatever it is, but there's a lot of joy in the application of it afterward, right? So 
really, truly what I can tell you right now is exploration of what is traditional to your industry, what you have to add, what's available to study. That's where I would start and then let yourself branch out from there. Andrea, is this helpful for you? Absolutely. Yes, this was very eye-opening for me. Very good. All right. We'll stay in touch so we know what happens um, and which path you decide to go down. I love the opportunity for us to have full circle moments with you guys and really just like follow through, you know, how to go and was, was this on track? So it's always fun to revisit. So please stay in touch. And um, for all of you out there, thank you so much for tuning in today to the podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you so much for being a part of our community and for making astrology a part of your life. We'll catch you on the next episode. Relationships, putting your dreams into action, your ideal career path. What themes are up for you to explore this coming month? Find out now by downloading Astrology Hub's free lunar cycle calendar for next month. The calendar gives you details on the upcoming week's cosmic curriculum, including the theme, mantras, daily aspects, and journal prompts you can use to work with the energy. Just go to astrologyhub.com slash calendar to get your free lunar cycle calendar now. That's astrologyhub.com slash calendar. Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.